Greetings. Welcome to In Conversation with Trevor podcast. I go beyond the headlines and beyond the sensational. Today I'm in conversation with Archford Rutanira, a partner at Scanlon and Holderness Legal Practitioners. Enjoy this truly inspirational conversation. Archford Rutanira, welcome to In Conversation with Trevor. Thank you, Trevor. What a pleasure. Um, I'm delighted that you are here. And as you were getting off the car, you reminded me that uh, you were one of my lawyers when I was fighting for my uh, uh, citizenship. But we'll talk about that later on. Archford, talk to us about how you got involved in this accident that left you in this condition that you are you are in now it was uh, it was a normal day mm. i remember vividly it was on the 26th of december uh, 2012 and uh, just to give you a, a background mm -hmm. Uh, I had um, gone for about six years without visiting my my parents in the rural areas, that is in the Nembuzia area mm -hmm. in Kokwe. So it so happened that I had uh, just been made partner in 2011. So just like any young man, uh, the first thing that uh, you would focus on uh, purchasing or buy was uh, a nice car. And uh, I managed to buy uh, a Toyota Hilux. But the idea behind buying the Toyota Hilux was to also to be able to negotiate the terrain of the roads to my rural areas. Mm. And it was an opportunity for me to, to, to be able to visit my parents from time to time. So that was the first uh, time that I had to, after six years, to visit my parents. Right. And it was around uh, the Christmas period. So I went there with my family. That was my wife and my... Uh, my daughter, she was still, I think she was between two and three years. Anashe. Anashe. Mm. Anashe Natasha Rotanira. Um, then we had uh, a wonderful Christmas and my parents were happy, you know, seeing their, their son for the first time in the rural areas. You're the first born of the family, am I? No, no, I'm the second born. Second born. Okay. But uh, I'm the new Anji. I'm the first boy. All oh, right. Yes. The first uh, born is a girl. She's, she's married. Yes, yes, right. yes. Then comes uh, myself. Then the last born is my brother. He's the one who is staying uh, uh, at the 
family home in Kwazana where I grew up right um so it was me my family and my my brother and my sister's uh, daughter whom I was uh, taking care of uh, she was uh, schooling here in Harare mm. so I went there we had a wonderful time but it so happened you know you know these things are are written I, I would say they are written somewhere uh, maybe in the in the stars or if something is to happen it happens absolutely maybe call it fate or destiny yeah um so i mean that uh, we had not planned to come back on the 26th but uh, i think because of the the lot of meat that uh, we had uh, ate <laughs> on the 25th uh, my daughter in fact it was my wife who complained in the morning that she was not feeling well all right uh, you know um she was having problems with the stomach ache mm. of some sorts but it, that didn't move me but when uh, my daughter started complaining also you know gogo the gogo area is uh, is uh, it's a terrible area when it comes to malaria all right so the first thing that hit my my mind when i had my daughter complaining i said no probably it could be malaria mm. and uh, because of the lack of uh, very good health facilities there I said no I can't take a risk. Uh, let's pick up. Let's hit the let's hit the road. Let's go back to Tarare. We'll pass through Kadoma and we'll consult some uh, some doctors. So all our plans changed. We then set on the road. Uh back to Tarare. But uh, I'll tell you Trevor I was very calm was mm-hmm. I'm the one who was driving mm-hmm. I was very calm but the road that uh, that we were using it was uh, what one would call a strip road right you know what time was, of the day is this if I remember well I think we left uh, my parents uh, homestead around half past 10 11 okay. so it's, it's morning okay yeah, it's morning yeah. yeah but because of the roads yes yeah, sure uh, you know you're traveling around 40 50 kilometers per hour is slow yeah slow um so we managed to negotiate I think uh, the most of the bad parts of the road and i think about um 5 or so kilometers less than 10 kilometers away from the nice dirt road you know if you have been to the pechway area mm. uh, just in, near pechway shops if i may put it that way where there are some little shops at pechway So five kilometers away from that, 
That's when a disaster struck. But if you had to ask me what happened, I think because of the trauma and everything that uh, that took place, I can't I can't remember. Mm. All I remember is uh, seeing the car facing, uh, getting out of the road, and uh, I was looking at a tree, and that was it. Lights out. Only to be able to to be a bit conscious as people were trying to get me out out of the car because the car had uh, from what eyewitnesses then said later on the car had uh, hit the tree and uh, but the tree had uh, it resisted being uh, 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 brought down by the car. And the car spun, I think they said, three times, you know, uh, in, the, uh, in the air. And it landed on its, uh, on its back. So my, my, my daughter, who was... Um, uh, being held by my my brother uh, on his lap was uh, thrown out of the car together with uh, with uh, with uh, with my my brother and uh, lucky enough it was uh, the car landed in a field mm-hmm. so it wasn't much of a hard ground as it were. So my daughter sustained uh, injuries in both legs. She couldn't walk. Um, then uh, there were three gentlemen who were seated. Uh, first was a double cab, yeah, but it didn't have a canopy, so they were seated at the, the back. At the back, but because the car had spun in the air three times, you can imagine mm. uh, what became uh, of them. They, 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 they unfortunately uh, passed on uh, at the scene. Then uh, the, my wife, lucky enough for her, she managed to walk out unscathed. Um, then, as for me, I was stuck in my driver's seat with my seatbelt on. But uh, without necessarily blaming the the people who came to my rescue, um, you know, I think their their idea was just to get me out out of the car. But uh, it, I suspect that that's when uh, the injury uh, came about. Because it was a question of was the, the door was jammed. So they were just trying to pull, you out. pull me out of the car. Mm. And I think that's when 
I snapped my my spine. my spinal cord right uh, up uh, near the neck area. Um, so at the moment you can only use um, you you from your neck upwards. Downwards you can't you can't you you have no movement. There's movement, but um, it's not as as uh, strong. There's no strength. Okay, it's like with my head. I can okay, okay, probably, but I can't uh, function using it. Okay, I can't write. I can't. Uh, uh, I can uh, pretend to to greet you with my hand, mm. but I can't grip. Sure. Grab sure, your head. Sure. And and your daughter, she's okay. You know, she was young. Yeah. And uh, they just the doctor just said to put uh, um, what do you call the plaster? Plasters, okay. yes. And uh, in no time, I think in a month or she's two, okay. she's, she was she's, she was she's running. Okay yeah. She's actually at the moment. She's actually uh, at school. She does. Uh, She's in the hockey team. Oh wow! She does uh, athletics. She 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 used to be in the swimming team. Mm. Yeah. So it, it can't be. Couldn't have been easy for you. Yes. Having. Have had full control of your entire body, your limbs. Yeah. To get up, rather, one morning you're in bed, and and this is. What's happened to you? Talk to us as succinctly as you can. What goes through your mind as you realize you, you can move your legs, you can move your hands? What goes through your mind? Funny enough, I, I would say I think uh, life in a way had uh, prepared me for that moment, but without me knowing. Why am I saying so, Trevor? Is uh, this was not the first time that uh, I'd lost uh, mobility, mm. if I may put that. Yeah, that that's the better word. Yeah. The first time, I think I was uh, still in the uh, rural areas. That is in Nyajizi, a small-scale farming area. At my where my grandfather, my father's uh, dad, mm-hmm. had a farm, a small scale farm. Uh, that's where I did my primary, from grade one to grade four. Right. So I was uh, a short distance runner, hmm. uh, as well as my my sister. We're very good at it, and. Uh, I'd like to say we had just won uh, the district competitions. And um, rumor is it that is from my mom. My mom from my mom, yeah. uh, if you ask my mom, that uh, African science was at play. So one day, uh, we just woke up, me and my sister. Mm-hmm. It was a school day, and we couldn't walk. 
It's, it's Both of you. Yes, it's a true story, Trevor. We had one the previous day. We had one, uh, you know, during those uh, days, you wouldn't win uh, money or things like that. You would win plates, you would win uh, teapots, you would win cups. And this way, things that you would win for your mom, so, uh, for her to display in a rural kitchen and things like that. Because my mom was a stay, stay at home, mm. rural woman. Uh, well, at least my dad was in the. Your father, was, yeah, your father is a tailor, or was a tailor? Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. He was a tailor. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Later. Um, so I woke up and my granddad, my, that is my, my father's uh, father, that is my paternal uh, grand, uh, grandfather, was still alive. So I just woke up. I couldn't move my legs. I couldn't do anything. How long did this last for? It was a day. The it whole day. day? Yes. Both of you can't walk. Yes. Both of us can't walk. Mm. But you know, um, in the rural areas, the the old man that is my paternal grandfather, grandfather, I think realized what was happening, and that was my first experience to visit uh, a traditional healer. And I was in grade, uh, if I remember well, I was in grade three. Mm-hmm. My sister was in grade five. Mm. And we visited the traditional healer in the morning. I think uh, it was around 10, 11-ish. When we got there, we were given some some porridge uh, mixed with um, some traditional medicine. I remember, I think we, it caused us to sleep. I slept and I woke up, I think it was around past three, thereabouts. At which point you could walk now? Yes. You know, when we went to the, to this traditional healer's uh, place, my, my mom was uh, carrying my sister on her back. My then the old man carrying you carried me on his back, and it was a distance of about um, I can roughly put it at around seven or so kilometers. Mm-hmm. So you you put it down to African science. Yes. Explain that to me. What what do you think happened? According to the theory that my mom, uh, yes. It was because of the successes that that we were having, mm. uh, both in sports, and we were also good even yeah. uh, in school. Mm. Uh, do, do you do you then also put down explain the accident? Did you think something of that sort was involved? African science was involved because I'm surprised you're doing forty kilometers on a terrible road. Yes. And the car spins three times. Is, is that how you explain it? When we come to the accident, mm-hmm. 
Uh, as much as I was doing uh, 40, 40, 50 kilometers per hour, um, my theory is if African science was involved, it was involved to a certain extent, mm. uh, such that uh, when uh, the accident was about to happen, I think there is something that caused me to panic. I see. And I think I hit hard on the accelerator. Mm, I see, I see. Uh, as a result of the, the panic. Join us for Alpha Media Holdings' first golf excursion in Cape Town from the 14th of August to the 19th of August. Experience four rounds of golf in Africa's best golf courses. Explore the beauty of Cape Town's beautiful coastal views, lakes and gorgeous farmlands. Experience wine tasting and some of the best wines in Africa and at work with South Africa's most prestigious businesses. Don't miss out on this exciting excursion. So, you find yourself unable to move. How do you deal with that? this new condition that you find yourself with mentally, psychologically, and with, with people around you trying to get used to the new you. How do you deal with that? Your, your recovery process, both physically and mentally. I don't want to lie to you, Trevor, it was difficult. And it took a lot of uh, help from uh, different different people. Uh, when I say it was difficult, Trevor, uh, I remember I said we had gone to the rural areas for the for the Christmas yeah, holiday. Yeah. So it's one day you are mm. you know you are you are you are partying you're dancing. Yes, you are helping. High spirits. In the slaughtering of the gods and all things like that. Then the following day, before the day ends, you are at Avenue's clinic and you are being booked into an operating theater uh, for which the operation, uh, I think, took about nine hours. Uh, for the doctors to do the operation. Then uh, fa fast forward to the rehabilitation center that is at um, St. Giles. That's where I was. Uh, that's when uh, reality dawned on me. You know, with doctors, uh, when they realize that you are still fragile, they don't uh, tell you the 
the the whole truth so the picture that i had to be honest uh, between the time i was at uh, avenues and uh, the time i was transferred to st jars to me the question i asked my doctor was that is my uh, my neurosurgeon was uh, did i break any 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 of my limbs and he was like no he didn't so i was ah i'm okay i'm going to be walking yes i, I i'm going to be walking it's just a matter of days little did i know that uh, the fact that i had broken my my, my spinal cord was uh, way too serious than you know having a broken leg or a, a broken arm and this was only explained to me when i was at st jars and the most difficult thing was the life at st jars for me my life was i had to spend for four months my life being from the bed to the stretcher no wheelchair no sitting nothing so what's going through your mind that must the be the question, most difficult part isn't it the question is what's next for me yeah what is my life going to be like and uh, and how do you answer that those questions initially it was i didn't have an answer but i was seeing certain things unraveling like uh, people i used to to have close close to me there were no way to no way to be to be found people i considered wow friends wow there were no way to be found people i considered wow. close relatives there were no way to, no way to be found. what did that do to you uh, for a short time it crushed my spirit i would cry with my mom Uh, because my mom was around my wife was around then my daughter because of her age she would only be allowed uh, during weekends maybe for an hour or two and she was i must say my daughter was uh, the source of inspiration the source of hope because uh, every time i looked at uh, the question that came to my mm-hmm. mind was if i give up what is going to happen wow. to this to this little one um you know she was i don't have another child out there so she was my my everything my world revolved around her wow yeah so she but but the most people have walked away from you yes yes most uh, walked away from me but you know you you know god works in a amazing and wonderful way there are some people who during the time i was able to walk do do things on my own i would consider them just pro- probably professional colleagues mm. and stuff like that those are the people who turned out to be true friends wow 
and I would, uh, if you may permit me, sure, absolutely, I would uh, mention some. Please go ahead. Maybe Please two or ahead. three. Yeah, yeah, three names. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one uh, another lawyer called Shelton Maoni. Mm-hmm. There is another lawyer called uh, uh, David Tandiri. Mm-hmm. Then uh, there is another guy who used to work at Scanlon called Tenem Rambisa. Mm-hmm. These are people I just use as I, I just uh, thought were colleagues. Thought were just colleagues, people I know, uh, because David Tandiri and Shetan uh, Mahoney we had gone to law school together, but they were not uh, like in my inner circle. Mm. But I tell you, every time I I needed something, they were there for they you. They were there for me, whether it was 11 p.m. They would drive to come to St. Jazz, probably just because I was craving for for bands, simple things like bands, simple things like a, a, a bottle of Fanda, you know, things like that. Uh, but I also had close friends who, who remained uh, True to their word, mm. and uh, these are these have remained to this day as my best friends. Well, what, what has that taught you about human relationships? You are inspired by your daughter. Yes, you have your mom supporting there. You there, your some of your friends walk away. People that you thought were acquaintances become friends. What's that taught you about human relationships? In one way, they would say they are fragile. Mm. Um, and you can never tell what is going on in, a, in another person's mind. And the uh, thinking about it or reflecting about, it, uh, about that. Uh, that period, um, never judge. That's where that uh, that statement, uh, never judge a book by its cover, might also apply. Mm. Because the people, as I said, the people I used to go to lunch with, sharing the, my uh, worst fears, sharing my my achievements with thinking these are these are the the best friends I have or some of the best friends I have. I had a wrong picture mm. of them, which which got corrected. Yes. What about your you you talk about African sciences twice, but I see now you're putting on the cross. Yes. Um, has there been a transformation in you? Have you always been a believer? I was. Uh, my both my paternal and maternal uh, grandparents, whom I would say uh, laid the basis for both uh, my my life and uh, even my siblings' lives. They were both uh, reformed church uh, uh, believers. Mm. 
that is uh, detached from the church. Mm. So they were spiritual, okay. spiritual people. But you know, uh, people of uh, that time, as much as they were church people, but uh, they also believed in uh, African uh, science. They are at Zimu and mm. uh, so you would have uh, periods where they would have, uh, uh, if there was any need, they would uh, uh, perform the Kuroagua, you know, ceremonies for for the departed and mm. stuff like that. Mm. So I was, I was um, a product of uh, both the Christian and the traditional and the traditional mm. uh, you know uh, aspects of life so so you've related to us your struggle at St Giles you live St Giles talk to me about how you then face the world how you get on as carrying out your professional duties as a lawyer how easy was that? As I was about to say, Trevor, my first fight was with my doctors. <laughs> Imagine uh, I'd spend four and a half months at St. Giles, but there was a family to be taken care of. Uh, maybe let me point uh, this out. Mm -hmm. uh, I would, I usually say to people, I'm the sender of my uh, my family. Without, I wouldn't hesitate to say, without me, my family is uh, uh, will be different. In the sense that uh, I am the, I would say I'm, I am the most successful of my siblings, yeah. if I may put it that way. Say so that I am the one we had to to see my my brother through university. Mm. Um, I had grown up. So why why are you fighting with your with your doctors? Fighting with my doctors, my the doctors are saying you are not yet uh, ready to go back, and I'm saying I've got a job to to care of. Uh, I've got a family to take yes, care of. I've got a family to take care of. My daughter was uh, now in kindergarten, um, and also I knew that. Uh, as much as I had uh, all the love and support from my uh, partners at Scanlon, you know, it couldn't uh, go, go on, on forever. forever. Mm. I also had to, to make a contribution. So how did that fight end? I won. Not sure I won. I, I, and the fight was, I let had, me go. Is, yes, is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah? yes. And, the, you know, the doctors would say, uh, but... Uh, uh, you have to to sign off to say whatever is going to happen mm. to you. Uh, we are not responsible. Mm. And I was like, 
I will happily do that. Mm. Uh, just let me uh, let, let the physiotherapist help me with the getting onto a So you win that battle, you yes. get onto the wheelchair, you now face the world. Well, yeah. what, what, how do you deal with that? Is it another fight again? It's another, it's another fight, but uh, this time it's better because I have uh, some bit of support. Okay. And uh, Talk to me about that support. Where is that support coming from? The support, uh, the work on the professional front, mm -hmm. the support is coming from Lorraine. Okay. The, Your the, PA. My PA. She is the one who, who would say, boss, you can do this. Oh, wow. And Trevor, I tell you, oh, wow. I used to have a reclining wheelchair. We would work, I had set up an office at home. Uh, uh, during that time, I was still renting, and we were staying in the avenues area. So I'd convert one of the bedrooms to a, to an office, and she would come. And uh, my body uh, uh, during the first days uh, had not yet. Uh, uh, got uh, it stronger. Mm. So I would have episodes where I would choke. Okay. I had episodes where I would get dizzy. Mm. I would just uh, faint. But um, as I said, Lorraine was a, was a wonderful, she was an angel. Mm. Um, sent from above because she as much as she was my assistant or was somewhat co-secretary she took it further mm. she didn't just stop it saying no i'm here to do the typing no but uh, when i when she saw that uh, i got choked she was there to no. To, to, to rush with a bottle of water. When uh, when she saw that uh, I, I'm almost collapsing because I've gotten dizzy, she would know what to do. Mm. You know? I, I'm, I'm wondering because I sense strength from St. Giles. Yes. Strength as Lorraine is helping you as you're fainting and so forth. Where does that come from? You know, the, when you are, Trevor, when you, you come from a poor background, mm. there are a lot of lessons that you, that you pick up along mm. the way. Um, you would have, uh, I had experienced uh, a tough life right from, 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 from the time I was very young. Uh, you'd have seen from mm. my yeah from my my my, my write-up that I sent to you that it was not a cozy life that I led. You know, you you are coming from the rural areas where you are just a, as good as a poor farm boy. 
ways to combine going to school with the uh, heading Kathleen with uh, going to the to the fields so this this upbringing yes this tough upbringing yes suddenly becomes very useful yes as you recover that's is yes. that what you're saying yes definitely sure and w- what about um am i right you took time to have the confidence to appear in court yes because of fear of uh, stigmatization yes talk to me about that the stigmatization how did it how did it manifest and how did you deal with it initially it was a uh, fear of the unknown mm. you know uh, imagine the last time i had seen my colleagues the last time i'd seen my clients i was uh, the energetic ashford running from one court to the other from one meeting to the other you know meeting clients be it at rayton sports club over the weekend the, the energetic ashford yes. who with stanford moyo Yes. fought my case yes and helped me get my citizenship yes suddenly is having difficulties facing the world that's uh, that was the, the situation yeah, because what 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 do you then um how do you overcome that um, fear of stigmatization the fear of the unknown support and um uh, I'm a very inquisitive person. I think that helped me. Because uh, even my 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 other assistant uh, told I think you saw him. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, he is or he was always in trouble with me saying, "Hey, let's go to YouTube. Uh, let's find out what uh, what this person is doing this person who has got uh, physical disabilities mm. is doing and uh, i can't remember the name of the of the white guy he doesn't have uh, uh, and stephen hawkins no 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 okay uh, stephen hawkins came later you know he doesn't have uh, legs doesn't have uh, hands but he, he does amazing things he can mm. swim he can is uh, is that and uh, has that been one of the things that it, that has encouraged you motivated you yeah of course of course mm. if uh, if uh, someone like that can uh, lead a comfortable life mm. uh, my question the question i asked myself was why would why should i be different mm. uh, i still have the kind of uh, job that i do or my profession i am not an engineer who needs uh, his hands and legs i'm a lawyer and uh, lawyers you just need your head and your and your voice uh, the typing i leave it to lorraine mm. and and uh, the, the the other stuff i leave it to to other people mm. uh, if uh, it's about going to court 
I've got my OJ and I've got my car. Mm. How do you respond to members of the public? Yes. I think the tendency is to want to feel pity for you. Yes. How, how would you want the world to look at you? I mean, people are watching us right now and some people are looking at you feeling pity for you. When I met you, having known you before, uh, this is the first time that I met you in a wheelchair, it's, it's, it's difficult not to feel sympathetic. How do you want the world to look at you and all the other people that live with a disability like you? I want the world to look at me just as a normal human being just as uh, another, um, I want them to see the, the power of God in mm. me, or through me. And I would, uh, in answering that question also, I would tell you what I told my mom. Because my mom would cry with me, and uh, obviously she, she was uh, heartbroken mm. by the whole experience. But uh, the one thing that I told her was, Mom, I haven't changed. I want you to continue to demand the things that you used to demand when before this accident mm. happened. I don't want you to, to be suffering and to be lacking something. Uh, and saying, ah, no, I can't ask my, do, my son this. Do you find that people, people find it easy to do that, not, not to sympathize with you, not to feel pity for you? Those who know me, uh, they, they actually, they no longer sympathize with me. They actually push me <laughs> right. to, like with my friends, my two, Two or three best friends. That is Admiral Sonza, Admiral Yerio Muga, and uh, Alan Mambura. And uh, it's a diverse pool of friends. Admiral Sonza is a lawyer. We were together in the uh, in law school. Admiral Yerio Muga grew up together in Kwazana and uh, is a social worker. And Alan Mambura is a social worker, but he's a pastor. Mm. So I can tap into into all those people mm. um, and uh, their support yeah tell, is, tell me is, is valuable. do you still have memories of you being able to walk do you miss it what part of your previous life condition do you do you miss the most getting my daughter mm. that's one just like any and married men, hugging mm. uh, my wife and carrying my wife. I, I, I do miss that. I do miss uh, doing certain things on my own. Uh, you know, just eating. Mm. Now I no longer can eat on my own because I can't. I can't hold. Mm. Let's say the simplest thing like a spoon. Mm. So I need assistance with that. Mm. Um, brushing my own teeth, things like that. Mm. I do miss those things. You do miss those things. Yeah. Um, you're an inspiration to 
to a lot of people. Thank you. Um, talk to me, or rather talk to the audience out at home uh, who are watching you. What message do you have in the first instance for people who find themselves in your condition that you are, you are in right now? And secondly, people like your mother, people having to deal with their loved ones who their circumstances changed overnight like happened to you. What message would you have for them? Love us the same way that uh, you used to love us uh, before the, the injuries. Or should I say, love us even more? Mm. Because you never know. The God probably has uh, allowed that to happen mm. for, for a higher purpose. Why am I saying so, Trevor? Mm. I have achieved far greater things after my injury than what I had, I had before my injury. This was, uh, you are looking at someone who was, as I said, a poor boy uh, in the farming areas of Nyashitsi. Uh, and I never dreamt that I would uh, one day have uh, white people as neighbors I never dreamed that I would own a house in one of the affluent areas of Harare. I never dreamed that I would be a, a partner uh, at Scanlon and Wilderness, uh, arguably the largest law firm in the country. I never dreamed that I would be here with you. You know, um, I never dreamt that uh, as I was heading cattle in Nyajizikutu, uh, I would be uh, out one day, be on a plane, uh, going to South Africa mm. or going to this place or the other. So essentially, yeah. your dreams have not stopped. They haven't. And I'm not stopping. So for me, your life is inspirational. You haven't given up. Yeah. You are still dreaming. Yes. This boy from Nyazwizi, or this man from Nyazwizi, yes. is still um, doing amazing things. Tell me how your, your achievements since you, since after the accident, your relationship with your clients, the new clients that have come aboard, the way your clients have. Uh, have responded to your new condition and the heights that you've climbed? Yes. Um, 
I'd put it first of all to God. Mm. Um, because my my one of my biggest fears was uh, losing my clients uh, after the accident. But uh, they stood by me, to be honest. And uh, Trevor, we are not talking about uh, uh, individual clients who are just walking or roaming the streets. No, no, we are talking about serious clients. Corporate clients. Corporate clients. Uh, of course, because of professional reasons, sure, sure. I can't... Uh, disclose uh, some of them but uh, these are big corporates uh, leaders in their uh, various industries uh, we are talking about big churches uh, and uh, I'm sure you'd have seen in the uh, bio that I send you that um, uh, I'm the country representative for one of the largest global uh, animal welfare organizations called IFAO. Mm -hmm. uh, that organization started International as, Fund for Animal for Welfare. Animal welfare. Mm -hmm. It started off as a, as a client and uh, they then robbed me onto the onto the to their board and you are board member of uh, the medical research council of zimbabwe yes 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 i am all done uh, actually i am the the chairperson for the finance committee also uh, for that organization uh, as you know it's under the minister of health and we are primarily we primarily focus on medical research mm. uh, and we work end in end with MCAS. MCAS they focus on mm. uh, licensing uh, medicines, drugs and things like that. But we are as a medical research council focusing on the research component of, of the medical side, mm. side, side of things. Yeah. You, you you say your dream is to um, to make a contribution towards creating a better world. Talk to me about that. A better world for the vulnerable driver. Because there is no use for me to work towards uh, making a better world for those who are already we have already made it. Um my experience has uh, shown me that uh, people who have uh, vulnerable people, I wouldn't only focus on uh, people with physical disabilities. You're talking of the elderly, you're talking of the orphans. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, they are relegated to the periphery of of economic activity, prefer of decent life, if I may put it that way. And uh, 
I'd really want to take this opportunity to 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 call upon the government to to do to do more. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'll just give an example of the of the command agriculture mm-hmm. system. I think as much as it is a commendable uh, program, but I think it's uh, to me it's misplaced. Uh, why should the uh, command agriculture target uh, a driver who has some bit of capacity in uh, in uh, doing farming on mm. on the farm that he was given by government? Mm. When there are uh, uh, people with physical disabilities, blind people, uh, orphans, elderly people who don't even own a piece of land. Mm. Why not uh, uh, put aside some some farming farming land for for those people? Uh, there are a lot of people who are in, uh, in prison who are not doing anything. Mm. Then take those people and make them work mm. in those farms so that you, you at least you make life a bit easier for for those who are vulnerable. Well, what are the, what are the things is our society not alive to relating to people uh, who are marginalised, like you say, and people living with uh, disability? We we have a lot to offer, and I and I think a lot of people, including politicians, they either don't know that or they don't want to, to acknowledge technology that we have uh, a lot to offer. It's like, uh, for example, with me, I have got my physical disabilities, but my mental faculties are, are still intact, or even better mm. than they were when I was, when I was uh, still up and running. Uh, as I said, uh, I'm a member of the Medical Research Council of, of Zimbabwe. And if you are to talk to my fellow board members, they'll tell you mm-hmm. that uh, they have an asset in me without me sounding like I'm uh, blowing my own sure, trumpet. Sure. Talk, to, talk to Stanford, mm. talk to to my partners mm. in Scanlon, mm. talk to my colleagues in the in the legal profession, talk to the judges that I interact with, um, talk to the clients. Mm. Uh, you know, it's not easy, Trevor, when you are in a wheelchair, but uh, a client uh, continues to want to to see you. Working on, on their, on their, on their briefs. Uh, although they, when you you visit them, you give them a hard time by saying, uh, "Please, I can't uh, uh, stay in this hotel because of one reason or the other, 
What's because the facilities have not yes. been ta tailor-made to take, yes. a, to take a, yes. into yes. account your condition. My, my condition. Yeah. Yeah. But they are prepared to, to go the extra mile yeah. to accommodate you because they see, they see an asset mm. in you rather than a liability. Mm. So you know. what you're essentially saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is yes. that we're not taking full advantage of uh, a lot of our compatriots. Yes. Because we marginalize them because of their condition. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. And and yet, like, when when we started, um, I, I say to you that um, there's nobody who's perfect. Yes. All of us are going around carrying disability of some sort. Um, and and the, the, the difference is that yours is, 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 is obvious. And yet, I think the, the most important thing for me is, and... A society that's full of love, that accommodates all of us, yes, with our shortcomings, yeah. with our with our with our essential that accommodates us. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, shortcomings and, and uh, with our strengths. Yeah, Those our weaknesses. Not, yes, I might be weak in in the sense that I'm I can't walk, but I've got my strength in my head. Yeah. Give me, give me a, for example, give me a board to run. I can run it. Don't don't look down upon me because yes. I'm in a wheelchair. Yes, because it's it's not the legs. Yeah, that uh, that determine uh, uh, how a law practice is mm. uh, is run. Mm. I've got my responsibilities as candidate uh, of training the the new recruits. Uh, with the, I, I'm in that committee, and I do it. Uh, I, I want to believe uh, I do it well. Absolutely. Yeah. You were born in um, Nyazwizi, uh, yeah, rural Nyazwizi. areas. Uh, Nyazwizi. Nyazwizi. Okay. <laughs> Nyazwizi. Yes. I'm trying. Eh? I know. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. You are. Uh, and you, your education. Talk to me about that briefly. You went to. Chikara Primary Schools, which other schools did you go to before getting to University of Zimbabwe? Chikara Primary School, grade one to grade four. Yeah. Uh, because of the... My father was born in a family of seven, six boys. Yeah. So you know how it is when the, the old man that, the, that is their father was now uh, reaching his twilight in terms of age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know there are challenges. Yeah, yeah. So my father had the wisdom to just say, "Let me move away with my with my family." I got transferred to Court Comfort mm -hmm. here in Arari in Tinwood, where I did my uh, grade five to grade seven. Uh, then after that, uh, I really wanted to. To go to the boarding school, but because my my my, my dad was just a a poor a tailor, but hardworking, uh, loving, very loving, mm. and uh, very hey, you are so invested in education, Trevor. I tell you, you would make us read those rapid results. Uh, <laughs> college books so that you would improve your English language. Right. Why did you choose law when you went to University of Zimbabwe? 
Uh, two reasons. Mm-hmm. It was uh, because of the state book that uh, that we did in uh, uh, ZJC. Which God, one is that? God's case, no appeal. About a lawyer, a Nigerian lawyer who was practicing law in uh, in London, right? And got caught. He was uh, from uh, the royal family, Nigeria, mm-hmm. and his father uh, died. So there was that uh, uh, conflict between uh, him continuing mm. with his uh, law practice or him mm. taking up the chieftain. So that, that's what made you uh, go for law at UZ? Yes, in a way. Uh, but what then uh, made the decision easy was Obviously, the points. The points, yeah. The points I had as the my my A levels. You had three A's, eh? Yes. Wow. Three, three A's. A's in which subjects? It was history, Shona, and uh, and divinity. Wow. But the funny thing is, when I started my A levels, other than uh, being uh, loved it by my 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 my, my fellow art uh, students. The science students and the commercial students would laugh at us, saying, uh, "You are doing mutauro." <laughs> uh, it was called uh, Shona was mutauro. Then uh, divinity, divinity was uh, Bible, <laughs> and uh, history was not on or something. <laughs> <laughs> but look at you now. That's one of the best legal brains that this country has. What books have you read that you'd want to recommend to our book loving audience that's out there? They must read. Uh... What's case no appeal? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant uh, Who wrote book. that book? Ah, Do you remember? I can't remember. That's fine. We'll, we'll but, find out. Yeah. But uh, it's easy to find. Okay, right. Then uh, the late, uh, the book by the late Heidi uh, Holland, Dinner with Mugabe. Mm-hmm. I read that. Then also, um, at the moment, uh, it's controversial. But I'm a reader, mm-hmm. I'm a lawyer, I don't choose sides. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Excel Get. All right. By Jonathan, by Jonathan Moyer. Moyer, yeah. Yes. Uh, then uh, I'm not only a, a, a book reader, I'm, you know, because of the di- digital age, I'm more of, uh, I follow, you know, documentaries and uh, TV programs. Mm. You don't. I don't usually miss my Aman Paul. Oh, Christian Aman Paul, yes, CNN. Yeah, I don't. And my Farid uh, Zakaria, Zakaria GPS. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't miss those. And uh, you might also want to know that I don't miss my in conversation with Trey. <laughs> Thank you. You've just made my yes, day. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Ashford. It's 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 been. An inspiration talking to thank you. you. Thank you. Um, I must I must be honest though and say, after reading your bio, um, 
myself and my peer reading a bio, I was almost in tears. Oh, okay. Thank you. But um, I was comforted when I realized just how much you've been able to achieve. So your story is a story that says the fact that you live with uh, um, a disability does not mean that you're not able. Yes. Um, I'm, I have no doubt that your story is going to inspire quite a lot of people. We wish you all the very best. We have no doubt that the best is yet to come for you. Thank, thank you. And, and we're praying and wishing you all the very best. Thank you. Uh, continue inspiring people that are, are in the same position as you um, because they will see that you've been successful in spite and despite of uh, what life, the, the hand that life has dealt for you. So thank, thank you, you so much for creating the time to be here. I wish uh, the president will watch this. Uh, this we'll, we'll, we'll try and see if we can get yes, it, yes. get it to him. Because I, that's where, that's where everything happens, right? You know, if you don't have the support of the government, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how we get the message much, yeah, yeah, to yeah. him. Archford, thank you so much. Allow me now, Archford, to tend to. Our viewers who are all over the world who've made this show the success that it has become. We are a weekly show. We are up on YouTube every Monday at 7 a.m. Central African time. To ensure that you don't miss out any of these quality conversations, we invite you to click on this button and subscribe. We're also inviting you to go beyond that. Please share, like, uh, and scroll down below this video for the links to podcasts. We are now on all podcast platforms for your listening pleasure. Until the next time, cheers to you all.